We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's January 4th. February 4th. That's two days in a row. I have wrote down January on my notepad, um, but it's February. It's the 4th. It's 2021. Uh, it is a five-game NBA slate. You guys can start off your, your coffee with a laugh for the second day. Um, good job, Stevie. I'm joined today by Drizzy26. Dre, how are you doing, my friend? What's going on, Stevie? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? How's everything? Everything's gravy, man. Like NASCAR's right around the corner. Basketball's in full swing. Baseball's right around the corner. Like Super Bowl Sunday. Like it, it's a good time to be a sports fan, especially after you know 2020. Oh yes, definitely for sure. By the way, matter of fact, who you got for the Super Bowl? Um, I think the Chiefs win. Like I, I don't even think it's going to be that close. Like I think. Patrick really? Mahomes and Andy Reid just it's like I'm a Dolphins fan, so I definitely don't want to see Brady win. I can't stand it. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's a little biased, but I think I think the Chiefs have been the team to beat all year. Um, you know, really for two years, to be honest. No, I agree with you 100. percent I think the Chiefs. I, I expect the Chiefs to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady pulls it out, since you know he is the goat. Unfortunately. Listen, I respect the talent. That doesn't mean I have to like him, but I respect the talent. Like, you know, I, I can I can keep going with stars and you know people in all kinds of sports that like you respect the talent, but you don't have to love the players. So, uh, we are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, um, awesome sponsors of the podcast. Appreciate them hopping on board. They have a ton of stuff going on for the Super Bowl. So. If you haven't checked them out, monkeyknifefight.com. They're the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. Go to the description for the podcast. The link will be right there. Take advantage of it. Free money. Um, you know, Super Bowl. Got to have some something, you know, to kind of watch the Super Bowl. But 
Uh, Dre, man, you've been crushing it. I'm excited, you know, to have you aboard uh, the RG team. Um, you know, give a little quick background on yourself. I know you joined me last year to do a podcast, but maybe some new listeners don't even even know you. Where where do we hear you? Um, yeah, well, my name is Andre. Go by Dre. You find me on the Twitter. I mean, well, on Twitter at BX Boogie Dre. Um, DFS on FanDuel, DraftKings. Go by Jersey Twenty Six. From the from New York, you know, just love sports. I grew up loving sports and playing sports and just being all around sports my whole entire life. And got into DFS about five years ago and got better every single year and wanted to take it serious. And last and then July just took off and haven't looked back since and look forward to hopefully continue riding a wave and getting better. Well, let's keep it going. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Um, you're going to be on with me a few times this month, so excited for that let's jump into this five game nba slate got a lot of back-to-backs today so uh, a lot of news um you know recording the night before like we normally do first look utah at atlanta 224 total utah favored by seven in this game um no injury news on the utah side of things it is a back-to-back for atlanta atlanta um dunn bogdanovich Hunter, these guys should remain out. Um, I did not see anything that came out of the Atlanta game as far as injury news, so um, it'll be interesting to see if anything pops up. But uh, let's start here with the Utah side of things. Anything that you like here for the Jazz? Uh, the Jazz, I, I like them a lot, but honestly, I feel like like with the total being the way it is and this being a short slate, you're going to have to play some of these guys, so I, I kind of do like Conley a lot um, as far as like on FanDuel at a price of 7K. Um, in the mid-range because I'm a mid-range kind of guy and I think there could be some upsides especially with the pace and I still think Atlanta turns the ball over a decent amount so I kind of like that and then I also like Gobert a lot um, but I don't know if I'll be able to get to him depending on it, what um, the sites because there's a lot of good center plays on the slate too at the same time so but those are the two that I would stick with and but I expect them also to be a blowout so I don't like to predict those things but I kind of do expect that just by the way Utah's been playing defensively over the, over the whole season. So I would just prefer to maybe even get secondary pieces like a little – like Clarkson maybe, um, Bogdanovich in tournaments, or even Ingles possibly. Yeah, the thing that's kind of interested, interesting to me in this game that I was looking at before we got started is like Atlanta's been playing a lot slower. Utah, we know they play slow. Like these – over the last five games, Atlanta's 25th, Utah's 26th. Um, you already mentioned the defense for Utah being significantly better. Um, you know, you look at just net rating in general, Utah's third and Atlanta's 16th. So this could be a little lopsided. Um, I think if you are going Gobert, Mitchell, Conley, these guys, um, Jordan Clarkson, any of these guys, if you're gonna if you're gonna play multiple of these guys, you have to run it back with like a Trey Young or a Clint Capella because the, you you have to get the upside. You have to get the ceiling. And for this game to stay close, Trey Young or Capella um, is going to have to have a big game. Uh, what do you like here for the Hawks? Those are the exactly words I was going to say. The only two players I prefer on the Hawks is just Trey Young and Clint Capella if I'm running it back, which I might have a little bit of that, but depending on, like I said, how the rest of the news shakes out. But those are the only two players I would be interested on the Atlanta side. Maybe John, maybe John Collins in tournaments, but I, I think his price is still six nine. Is it's not that bad of a salary to pay on Fanduel, but I, I don't know if I'm going to get to him or not. I think it really depends um, for John Collins. Just 
how some of the news kind of shapes up for the day and what power forward potentially looks at. Like, I feel like that is always the case um, when it comes to John Collins, like each and every night, like some nights you even end up on him just because you're in that price range and like, you don't want to go down and he's probably the, the, the median type play. So um, I don't really have anything else from this game. I'm with you. I think this game could be a little lopsided, um, but the way that I would approach this game is if I'm playing some Utah guys outside of Conley, Conley's cheap enough that you could potentially play him by himself. Um, Jordan Clarkson's minutes have kind of dropped back off uh, with everybody getting healthy. So I think Conley would be the one guy you could potentially play without having to run it back. But if you're playing like Gobert and Mitchell and these guys, you're, you're looking at Trey or Capella. Uh, we got Golden State at Dallas. No total in this game. Um, it is a back-to-back for Dallas. Chris is out. Looney is out. Wiseman's out. And Poole is out for Golden State. Poole is in the G League, so they're, he's ruled out. Uh, and then Looney hurt his ankle, um, and he's going to be out a couple weeks um, from the other night. So let's start here with Golden State. Dallas is playing awful right now. They're playing, you know, one of the worst teams in basketball defensively and offensively right now. Uh, they look like they're getting a little bit better. They beat the Hawks. Finally got the losing streak, losing streak snapped on Wednesday. Uh, what do you like here for Golden State? Golden State, this honestly might be, this one looking at it early, it might be one of my favorite games to target um, players from because I see there's going to be a lot of value, honestly. I, I, I feel like Curry, he's at 9.9K. And like you said, with Dallas playing so horrible on on defense lately, I, I just feel like Curry has to be like one of the top plays on the slate. He's just in a in a smash position, and I, I don't expect nothing less from him. And I also really do like Kelly Oubre a lot. Um, his prices come down, um, especially on Fanduel at, at fifty three hundred. Um, I think that's a perfect shot to probably take a, a a good amount of to play a good amount of Kelly Oubre either in tournaments or GPPs. I kind of. I, I don't I hope he's not too popular tomorrow, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Like I said, how news um, breaks and shakes. I think Tuscano Anderson is probably the top value play on the slate. Uh, he's thirty five hundred on DraftKings. He was the guy that played you know almost all the second half minutes. Um, the run that Looney would have gotten or Wig or Wiseman would have gotten. Um, so. They use some of these guys um, like Bazemore played a little bit, um, but really like Bazemore played because Ubre um, had some issues in the third quarter. I think he got into foul trouble or something like that. Like yeah, he picked up his fourth foul early. Picked up it early, and like that's why Bazemore got that stretch. Um, so like I, I I'm with you. I think going back to Ubre, obviously Curry, uh, but I think Tuscano Anderson and Draymond they're gonna have to play big minutes here. Um, you know, up against Dallas and. Anderson's just too cheap everywhere. Um, so I, I think he is, like I said, I think he's the top value play. Uh, they just, they don't really want to play Pascal. Um, like, he's not Anderson, good anyway. Yeah, like Anderson's <laughs> at least good where like, even if Pascal got 30 minutes, like Anderson gets 30 minutes, he could potentially get you 30 plus fantasy points. So I like Anderson a lot. Um, like Curry, Draymond, um, these guys are all in play. It's Dallas. It's a back-to-back for Dallas. This game's going to be sloppy, but it should be somewhat competitive. Um, didn't see any reports, uh, you know, as far as like Porzingis on a back-to-back, if he'll play or not. He he has played a back-to-back already this season, so I wouldn't be shocked if he plays in this game. Uh, what are we looking at here for Dallas? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked either, but I know he's happened with the last back-to-back they had, so I kind of 
I kind of expect him to sit. I don't know how many minutes he got tonight, but I kind of do expect him to sit. Um, but if he does, if he if he does play, then I would just play Luca and Porzingis on that side of the ball. Porzingis would probably be an excellent play to, to target tomorrow at seventy five hundred. Um, it, it's just too good of a play to pass up. I feel, but if he sits, then I then I definitely like like Dallas as a whole. I would target them Hardaway at that point. Um, I would even go maybe even Dory Finney-Smith a little bit in tournaments. Um, and then I will also um, play a little bit of James Johnson or Kleber because, um, you know, they're getting a little bit more healthier now too with this whole illness and COVID situation going on. Yeah, you know, Kleber, he, he played 32 minutes. Uh, Porzingis played 34 minutes um, against Atlanta on Wednesday. So, um, you know, Luca had a great game. Porzingis had a great game. Josh Richardson is starting to finally show back up. Um, the whole COVID situation, I think, you know, definitely hurt a guy like Richardson too. Um, being out for, I think he was out for like twenty days or something like that. So yeah, um, yeah, and like he he looked good against Phoenix the other night. So and like he's starting. Like, should we be jumping on this? Like, that's where we're at. Like, um, I talked about this yesterday with Grant. Like, Josh Richardson's kind of like at that price. It's like. We know he could crush here and like, you know, definitely jump on Josh Richardson at this price. But I think like overall, we have to wait on Porzingis news. Um, you mentioned it. If Porzingis is out, it opens up so much for like Keebler, um, Finney Smith. Like these guys would be fantastic plays going up against Golden State. This is likely going to be the fastest pace game on the slate, um, you know, huge bump for Dallas, you know, over the last five games, Dallas is 24th in pace golden States fifth. So um, huge bump for Dallas uh, Portland at Philly, no total in this game. It is a back-to-back uh, for Philly. A lot of injury news here that we're looking at on the Portland side of things. This is, this injury report is going to dictate the slate. Collins is out. Um, Little is out. Nurkic is out. McCollum's out. Derek Jones is questionable and Damian Lillard is questionable. Um, we're going to start here with Portland. Obviously, if Portland were to be without Lillard and um, McCollum, like, all right, where is all the team's usage going um, would be what we'd have to, you know, kind of try to figure out here with Portland if that happens. Um, what are we looking at here on the Trailblazers? Yeah, that's what I've been trying to honestly figure out since um since I heard the news earlier today that Damian Lillard might not play. I I think I think Gary Trent definitely becomes a very 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 interesting play. Um, even though it, at sixty three hundred, he as you said might be one of the top plays on the slate with um along with the other plays from um the Golden State game, but Anthony Simons also could step into the role, um and play about thirty. I was hoping to play about thirty minutes. Um, Derrick Jones Jr. He's questionable, so he might come back. Right, you say? I believe. So if he comes, if if he's back in the lineup, he. I mean, you could target him for tournaments. I don't really trust it. I would. I would go with. I would probably lean more towards like my top three being Carmelo, as as probably like the like the third option. Um, then then Gary Trent and then Cantor actually too. Cantor at the center position. Um, even though I know it's a tough match, we're going against Joel Embiid. Um, we don't know also if Embiid is going to stay on the back-to-back too, because um, I know his baggage has bothering him a lot lately. Um, but it's it's going to be tough to figure out. But I think that's the key news throughout this whole slate. I'd be shocked for what it's worth if Embiid plays in this game. I'd be shocked mm-hmm. if he plays. Um, 
So I do think I like the canter call, but like the guy that I think I like the most is Anthony Simons. Like if this game, if, if Lillard is out, this game's not going to be close. Um, let's just let, let's just be honest with ourselves. This game's not going to be close. Um, Philly should crush Portland in this game. If they're without McCollum Nurkic and um, Lillard. So Who's going to get the run in a blowout? Well, Anthony Simons is. Um, you know, he's not going to come off the floor. He's going to get 30 minutes. So I think he's someone that you're potentially looking at in this game. Rodney Hood played 35 minutes the other night. Um, you know, definitely have to note that if Derek Jones Jr. ends up getting ruled out again. So if Lillard plays, obviously, if you want to play like Lillard with Embiid um, or Lillard with Ben Simmons or Lillard with Tobias and make like a little mini game stack, hoping the game stays close. If, if Lillard's out, man, you mentioned Gary Trent, like obviously he's huge play. I'd be wary to play Carmelo just because he's going to be one of the first guys off the floor in a blowout. Um, you know, they're trying to keep him fresh. So I, I think like, I like we're going to play the minutes though, because there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of bodies there. Unfortunately, yeah. Right now. The thing it's is, tough. though, like, I, I think Melo definitely depends on, like, Derek Jones Jr., too. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, I, I'm going to love playing Melo in the playoffs, just so you know. Like, I'm already looking ahead to that. I, I know Portland's <laughs> going to make the playoffs. Like, um, I think they're going to make the playoffs anyway. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, playing 25-minute, 20 off-the-bench shot attempt um, Carmelo in the playoffs. So, uh, let's go to the Philly side of things here. If Embiid plays, I probably don't have a ton of interest in Philly as a whole. Um, if Embiid sits, I, I think, sure, you could play Dwight Howard um, at 4,100 on DraftKings. You know, you get two center positions. So I don't hate that. Or I don't even hate, like, taking a shot on maybe, like, Tony Bradley um, in tournaments. But I think, you know, what we're really just going to have to wait and see because what if they sit Embiid and Simmons? Then it gets really juicy here for Philly. Yes, if if they sit both Embiid and Simmons, then then I think this game is going to be just a lot of fantasy goodness and value. It's going to be probably a lot faster. Um, I would then target um, Milton if if they both sit. Um, Milton would probably be one of the top players as far as with that Tobias Harris too. Um, and then you get the game more competitive. I wouldn't target the centers even. I I mean you can, but <laughs> flip a coin. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't. Dwight Howard disappointed me when he was chalked the other a few nights ago, and I can't. I don't know if I ever do it again. But I, I think just the Philly side, like you said. But if 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 they all play, then there's no answers. There's no upside. This there's nothing you can do to work with them where they can be good in the tournament for you at their prices. Dwight Howard will ever be that guy for me. Like he. I, listen, I live right outside of Orlando. I go to a Magic Games all the time. They built the Amway around this dude, and he left. Um, like, he'll always be that guy. Um, man, he was so talented when he was with Orlando. But he's still talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. He's still talented. He's just he's gotten a little older, a little, little lost in the step. I don't know um, how he played for horrible, though. That was – it's just disappointing. <laughs> it's yeah, like – he, he's better than that, like, you know, yes. but you want him to get more than two shots, at, uh, you know, up against Minnesota as well, though. Like that was that was the problem. So uh, we move on. We got Houston at Memphis, 224 and a half total here. Memphis fair by one and a half. Uh, it's back to back for Houston. Um, 
So we'll be waiting on the news on this one. I do uh, fully expect, you know, John Wall to be back in this game. I think he just sat the first end of the back-to-back. Um, and then on Memphis side, uh, Grayson Allen, Triple J, Valanciunas, Winslow all remain out. Um, let's start here at Houston. One of the weirdest NBA games I've seen this season um, with them just getting run out of the gym by the Thunder without SGA. Um on Wednesday night, like Houston's been playing fantastic and they just, they looked awful um, on Wednesday. What do you like here for Houston? Yeah, they looked, I, I can't even explain how bad it looked. I wasn't expecting that, especially even though John Wall said, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a difference in play with them. Um, but for the Houston side, I kind of, honestly, since it's a back-to-back, I expect Victor Oladipo to sit kind of, um, just because I know he didn't play. I think he sat on the first end of a back-to-back the first time they played. There was a report that said that he'd likely sit on the second end already. Yeah, so so with that being said, I, I, I would target – it would be the same usual suspects for me to target as far as John Wall, Christian Wood, and Eric Gordon. I honestly don't know if you want to play Eric Gordon on FanDuel. They list him as a point guard there, which I found – unbelievable <laughs> but I, I think that those are the three guys I would target from them um if you want a little bit of no nah, I can't I can't even recommend no nah, I can't even recommend going with uh PJ Tucker because he he's a good tournament play just because he's going to get the minutes but we know how that goes you're taking the chance and rolling dice and flipping a coin to see how he's going to turn out but it is a good matchup for him against Memphis that's okay, dude. I, I recommended Jason Tate yesterday, and he put up 11 fantasy points in 31 minutes. So don't worry. You recommend whoever you want. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, I thought like Eric Gordon is going to play 28 to 30 minutes. I'm with you on FanDuel point guard. Like he's a point guard shooting guard on DraftKings. His price is up a little bit. Um, he is getting like a lot of the ball handling with the second unit. Um, so like, you know, that's definitely something to note. But I think the play here is John Wall. John Wall without Oladipo, 6,900 um, on DraftKings. Like, obviously, you play Christian Wood anytime you want. Um, but I think John Wall is the play here. And what's kind of juicy about John Wall being 69, you already talked about, like, the mid-range. Like, you can run it back with John Moran at 7,600. Exactly. And, like, it, it's a nice little, like, nice little mini stack. And you could potentially look at, like, a third piece, um, depending on, like, if you want to take a shot on you know tillman or one of these centers that you know if you want to play russian roulette with tillman or gorgie dang yeah i, I agree with you 100 percent. i i kind of this, this is my second game on the slate that i really liked a lot and i was looking that might look for target tomorrow depending on how everything breaks out with the news i just i, I like the memphis side a lot with john morant um tillman like you said playing russian roulette with it but i think he he definitely has some upside but i really like brandon clark um, at 6,400, I know he's a little bit um, <clears throat> pricey. He's probably going to be lower owned, I would I would say, definitely in tournaments. But I kind of think he could be a, have a little bit more upside. And I think that it's going to be a very competitive game, um, especially with Christian Wood being on the floor and ben, them being able to play Clark and spread the floor out a little bit more too. Yeah, I think the, I think this game is going to be competitive. Memphis has been fantastic recently too. Like if we look at like net rating over the last five games, Houston's first Memphis is seventh. Um, these two teams have been playing really good basketball lately. Um, outside of, 
outside of Wednesday night for Houston, but you got to have like, you got to have a short memory in DFS. Um, I say that all the time. Um, you know, that's just something you have to do. Um, so uh, short memory wise, I, I think like you have to think this game's going to be competitive. Gorgie dang Tillman. These guys have solid upside, you know, Kyle Anderson, his minutes are all over the place. I don't think you can trust him whatsoever in this spot. Um, John Morant's the play and, you know, just kind of figuring out like who you want to end up pairing him with. Um, man, Triple J is close to being back. I can't wait to see this team um, back yeah. to like 100%. It's going to be fun to watch. Memphis is going to be a team we're going to be talking about for the next couple of years for sure. I, yeah, I definitely can't wait for, for him to come back. I think he, his versatility just brings so much to the table for that team, especially when they get, like I said, when they get back fully healthy, they're going to be a good problem in the West to deal with for years to come in the future. All right, we finish it out here with Denver at LA taking on the Lakers, 219.5 total. Uh, Lakers favored by 5.5 in this game. Uh, Dozier and Harris out. Uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis probable. I think it was for the first time this year I've opened up the, the NBA injury report, and they've been probable instead of questionable. Uh, let's start here with De- Denver. Listen, we all were on Denver the other night, and it stunk that that game got postponed. But I'll tell you one thing. They didn't price up Will Barton enough. Um, You know, I know it's a tough matchup against the Lakers, and the Lakers have been a fantastic team this season, but Will Barton's too cheap uh, with Gary Harris out. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Will Barton, to me, is the number one play from Denver on on that side of the ball for sure. Um, He's just too cheap at 5,200 on FanDuel from, from what I'm looking at right now. Um, it, it, there's so much upside there in that matchup. I think, and, and from the Lakers, they don't guard the two position that well. So I think he has a chance to really out, outdo his price. Um, that would probably be the only play I would probably get to from this game on that side. Um, yeah, you can take some tournament shots as far as with Jokic and with um, and with Jamal Murray. Um, as far as the other two guys, since they're going to be a little bit short-handed, but I, those that's Will Bar's just the main play. The other piece would be secondary for me. Yeah, I think, you know, you could play Jokic at any game. Um, I've, I've come full circle on him. Like, he's a guy that, like, he he's just – he's going to have monster games. And if this game um, is going to be uber competitive, like, you could kind of pinpoint where the production is going to come from. I think um, – I'm, I'm still a little worried about, like, Michael Porter Jr.'s minutes. Like, they're being very careful with him. And, like, he's a guy that has ceiling, but – I want to see him like consistently be in that 30 minute range before I start, you know, playing him on a nightly basis again. I think Jokic, I think um, Will Barton, I think there's better options than Jamal Murray, but if you're playing like 150 teams, you probably want to get some exposure to him. Um, You know, we we pretty much can say that all the time about him. So um, what are we looking at here for the Lakers? The Lakers is not much, honestly, to really look at. I would say LeBron and AD. Um, and that's for tournaments. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to anyone on that side of the ball. You can you can definitely consider playing Dennis Shooter. He's at a he's at a low price where you can't play him, but there's just a lot in the mid range that I like that I might want to try to get to above him, especially when me trying to with me I then want to try to prioritize Curry and Luca, um, and then John Wall and then Conley. Those are just four right there off the off the back that I would probably prioritize ahead of him. So um, those are the only three players I can see myself possibly even getting to. I think if you're playing Jokic, you could run it back with LeBron. Um, I think Schroeder's cheap enough that 
he's a guy that if this game stays competitive could go um for 30 plus like that's been the the biggest problem with like the lakers in general this season and like the shot attempts for schroeder have been all over the place um especially if you're like if you look at like his game log uh they're all over the place so I, I think if this game stays competitive, he could potentially have a decent game. But overall, I really think like Harold and LeBron are really the only guys that I'd be potentially looking at here. Um, KCP's super cheap, but we have plenty of value that I don't think you're going to necessarily need him today. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And Harold, yeah, I forgot about Harold. Harold's another good play. Those are like the only four Lakers that I would consider playing today um, at all in this slate. Let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here uh, for this awesome Thursday. Uh, Dre, give me a guy. Uh, we're going to use DraftKings scoring. So I'll give you a second if you need to pull it up. Um, I know you were talking. I, you, I know you were talking fandom. We're going to use DraftKings um, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a person that like lives by like just doing the same thing every day. And that's what I've been doing for years. So um, <laughs> favorite play under 5K. Uh, to go 7x today, um, what value play are you looking at? Hmm, favorite play under 5K to go 7x. Hmm. See, so, you know, this is news dependent because if Lillard sits. What's the fun in it, right? Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's what makes the morning grind game uh. fun. Because if news falls the wrong way, you're gonna you're gonna be way wrong. Um, <laughs> news falls the right way. Um, I'm gonna be super you know, you, right. <laughs> you look really good because you called it the night before. Yeah. So, I, see, I'm, I'm gonna take your pick here because I'm gonna go with Anthony Simons <laughs> at 4.6k to go 7x if Lillard sits. I like it. Um, I'm gonna go Toscano Anderson uh, for Golden State. The other guy that's uh, I have I'll I'll wait I have another guy that's down here but I'm gonna I'm gonna use him as my let's get weird GPP play today, um over eight K to go under five X uh, who's your bust at the top today? Uh, bust at the top I'm just gonna say Joel and B he even tonight he was even in a somewhat competitive game I don't think he got there so I'm gonna go with Joel and B. All right um I don't hate that. Honestly, the guy that I'm like least likely to play in this range today is probably AD. Um, so I'm gonna go AD here. Uh, like I said, he's like he's the least likely guy that I'm and going to end up in this range today. Um, favorite six X play. Who do you like? Uh, just you know to go six X today. I like Luca Doncic. Actually, no. Uh, I already said it. <laughs> you like admit Luka. you could change it if you need to. You take who you want to take. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, I've been thinking about Luca all day because um, I think he's gonna really show off tomorrow, especially against Golden State, and and not in the match against Curry. I, I think Luca's gonna go for six x. No, I like that one. Um, I like that call for sure. Uh, I think we have some guys that you know can definitely get 6x on this slate i'm gonna go john ja morant um I, I talked about him a lot i i really like the price tag for morant you know 6x is you know a little over 40 fantasy points and he really hasn't done that you know since early january late december so i think john ja morant bounce back um you know kind of coming out and having a big game here 
let's get weird GPP play of the day. It's always hard to do this night before. Um, is there anybody that's like standing out to you that you think could potentially be under 10%? Yeah, because no one doesn't like playing him. I'm gonna say Mike Conley, because that that's my guy. I think I, I don't I rarely see him over ten percent in GPP. So and especially against Atlanta, I think he's a good sneaky play in that in that game. All right, um, I'm gonna go with. We didn't really talk about him, and I forgot, and I feel bad, but I'm gonna go with um, Desmond Bain for memphis this guy's been mm. playing 20 25 minutes a night he's been getting a lot of run off the bench um listen he's a rookie but you know he's starting to kind of concrete himself as a role player here from memphis um he's 3700 he's a guy that i think could be a really low owned tournament play um in this under 4k range today so desmond bain um he also could be a guy that gets you t- two fantasy points so um that's why he's a get weird gpp play uh, game selection question. Anything standing out to you contest selection wise on FanDuel or DraftKings here um, that just like catches your eye? Um, obviously, with FanDuel would be the um, NBA assist that's sponsored by Rotogrind. a single entry that's $5. I think everyone should get in there. It's one of the better contests out there. At the payout structure, at like 3000 for first place, 1500 for second, and 1000 for third. I think that's one of the better ones in, um, right now. I think people should get in on that for sure. Definitely. I like it. Um, first, first time kind of breaking you in on the morning grind, you're right to the, to the rotor grinders contest. You, you know, you, you love it. Um, I'm going to go, I've kind of been, you know, going low stakes all week. Um, so I'm going to go high stakes DraftKings. Um, it's not even technically like too high, but the hundred dollars single entry over there, the 50 K showtime, Pays 22% of the field. Uh, top 10 is getting 44%. So it's a little bit top heavy. But I like when we have these five-game slates that it's a little bit top heavy because when you're playing like a $100 single entry tournament on FanDuel or DraftKings or Yahoo or anything, you know where the chalk is going to go. And if you're looking at like projected ownership, it's going to be even higher in these single entry tournaments. So you can make your teams just just contrarian enough um to be different on these like top heavy payouts and if it hits um it's going to be a really solid day because you know if you look at you know first place five grand second place 3500 third place three grand fourth place 2500 it's like a 500 decrease up until sixth place so uh really structured well for the top 10 so make sure you guys are checking that out um, any over under against the spread picks that are standing out to you here? Um, we only have a few lines out. Um, in this, we have one. to go to the state line again. Do we have to go to the state line out? Because I, I definitely like that game to kind of go over. It's not out yet, but uh, we'll just mark you down for whatever the over is when it opens. And there you go. Um, mm-hmm. that's what we do. We, we, we do our thing. <laughs> no, we're not making it up. We just say we're gonna take the over. What are you like? If no, you like it that was, much. It, no, we're making up lines to make it go over. That's all. But I trust the play. I trust it. I, I think that, you know, it's a great game to target for sure. Well, like I took Houston yesterday, um, minus seven, and like you see how that worked out. So um, <laughs> I'm going to take Denver plus five and a half against the Lakers today. I think this game stays competitive. I think the Lakers could potentially still win this game, but I think that Denver keeps this game close. Jokic has a big game. And that's how we finish off the night. So, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, if Porzingis is out, please play Luca. 
I think Lucas a lock tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. That's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday. Will join us to break down Friday's slate. Uh, good luck in your contest. And we'll see you guys again Friday.